0: And we're back.
1: Welcome to Power Moves, episode 160. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you kindly for tuning in to the People's Podcast. Joining me, all the way from Los Angeles, whoop, California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast, who's known as the Jack Lalanne of comedy. It's your baby brother, Mike Briddell Bridenstein. What's up, man?
2: <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll- I used to send <laughs> our dear friend Mike Holmes nude photos of Jack Lelane
0: like as like
2: which exists on the internet <laughs> of him throwing a javelin and whatnot. Those exist. If you want to type in to your computer, Jack Lelane nude, the inventor of the jumping jacks. It's named after him. Is that really? Yeah. Yeah, he has nude photos that exist out there. Well,
1: here's the thing. We were looking at those the other day on my on the group chat with the pals. The nude photos? No, not those, but there are like in the in the oldie times, like swimmers and shit, like gym classes, uh, people yeah. would just do it nude. And they would pose for like the swim team photo like fucking naked with their gross what? ass old dicks in black and white What? I don't know if they they're, swam nude. I don't know if they're faked, but I know that was true. You swam Whoa. nude. No. <laughs> yeah. You swam no. you swam nude at school. So no. there would be, what? yes, it would be segregated between men and the boys. Boys, I'm sorry, men and the boys. Yeah. Two different, we don't want those two different types of peens. <laughs> the men and the women would be in separate classes. And yeah, you would just swim nude.
2: Oh my God.
1: Yeah, they didn't care about what kids' like, feelings were. They were
2: like. Like, like, everybody get together and take a picture. <laughs> I don't. Hey, I mean, hey, hey, boys! This is when your dick is the worst, famously.
1: It, it's it's horribly questioning as to who decided that. That well, we gotta have a team picture.
2: Ooh. We got so the have, name of this school was called Saint What?
1: <laughs> Saint Wangs.
2: Saint Wangs <laughs> Catholic School. We
1: gotta have a picture.
2: You Guys, gotta get a picture.
1: You, you know, you mean, come, What do you mean you want to wear pants? That's ridiculous. The baseball team. No, it's team? cool. The photographer's nude, too. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just to make you feel more comfortable. Like the baseball team, they wear their uniforms. Football team wears their uniforms. What's your uniform? Your sweet-ass hogs? Scott, your, your dick looks like a rosary bee. <laughs> sweet young hogs. So come on, fellas. Just get out your uh, chicken hearts surrounded by a bird's nest. And, um. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, you could, you could, you looked at nude boys' photos on the no, internet? With no, no, your- I mean, they're like
1: high school or college. That's not, that's not
2: something you should say.
1: Somebody, uh, well, okay, let's say they were junior college. They're like yeah. oldie time junior college. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't dig these up. Someone dug these up and was like, what the fuck was going on? Like, they saw uh, it on Pinterest. They were cruising on Pinterest. This is on Pinterest? I guess. That's what I was told.
2: I mean, I was at. Uh, I didn't go like, Park, I didn't, like, where, guy, like. I didn't go like. Where'd you get this? I
1: got to find more of these.
2: Pinterest. Someone pinned the photo and was like, I got to keep this for my for my
1: whatever I don't know, man. It's the, the internet. Board. It's the internet. I don't know.
2: Somebody was at Griffith Park and they had, like, they were set up with, like, a sign my petition. And it said clean air and, like, free concerts and like people were like lining up to sign this guy's thing and i was like he has too many things on there like uh free music and like free like arts and like uh clean air and i was like so he you know you know he's trying to shoehorn like uh, in nobody should tell a man and a, that, tell me that a man and a boy can't love each other and like like he's like trying to <laughs> trojan horse and like the fucked up one, because he's like, everybody loves clean air, everybody loves rock and roll, everybody loves the arts, and then, you know, it's totally cool if a boy and a man want to love each other. So just sign
1: the thing, and I'll just be on my way. You could be on your way. Just get it over with. Come on. What's your, what's your problem? You don't like him? Um, are you against love, man? <laughs> I just didn't trust it. I just didn't trust this guy at Griffith Park. Maybe he just wanted to shoehorn in the... Uh, free concert thing he wanted to be like be able to do his shitty band in his backyard (laughs) and the cops kept shutting it down Uh, he's like well we gotta have like a bunch of stuff on here what should we have let's see okay um yeah clean air everyone wants that Uh, and homelessness that's good too um yeah okay free free concerts in the neighborhood yeah it's like everyone it's the arts support the arts and then um you know uh um, a man loving a boy who put that on there everyone loves love and then um just sign it up what I didn't. I don't know. I was high when I made this. <laughs> Obviously,
2: you had texted me by the way that uh, the, the, the shots at the Super Bowl of our old stomping grounds, our old neighborhood around Echo Park Lake. Uh, the city council member from that area like did like. Just brutal clearances of the unhoused population that is in that lake area. So they look. So the pictures look pretty on TV. Yeah, if
1: you saw the commercial bumpers, you could and you wanted to pause it and zoom in and like you, you could see. We lived in one of those shots. It's up yeah. there on the left-hand well, side during the Super Bowl. It was like it was very surreal to this this apartment building that's more of a house with an apartment building attached. I don't know how to describe. They, um, they built a
2: house on the back of an apartment complex, yeah. and the house was unit 11.
1: We lived in the after. house. But they yeah, essentially showed it during the Super Bowl. Like, seeing your old, shitty apartment and during the Super Bowl is wild. Yeah. But fun. I did think of that. I was like, it was all cleaned up. And I know yeah. for a fact that that place is a, is a houseless, homeless, whatever you want to call it, encampment. It's been completely taken over. And it looked... Like, ooh, boy, it's just just a paradise on earth, Los Angeles, man. Can you, man? I've been surfing Safari and the Beach Boys, man. Just sidewalk surfing around that place. I love to live there. I'm like, no, you don't no, you don't want to live by this lake. This lake is nothing you want to live by or in or near, and that's nothing against the people that have taken over that area. But I'm just saying that you probably, it's not the, uh, it's not the surfing USA, Beach Boys, California that you're picturing.
2: For some reason, though, that shot, that shot of Echo Park Lake with the fountain and then the, the buildings, the downtown in the background has become the, go to shot for Los Angeles.
1: It's a great not shot. Not
2: Hollywood sign, not whatever else. That's the shot.
1: Yeah, no, it's a great shot because it does it is palm trees, it's a cool-looking man-made lake and you also get the downtown area, so you get yeah. you get both. Like, okay, we got like a big city vibe, and also it's pretty much filled with lakes and uh, palm trees, and you want to come here and visit. But I, I, the Lakers,
2: it's the Lakers.
1: I think I think that they should have done that. I think that they should have shown pan, panning shots of like you know, when you walk past a line and a crowd and everyone's waiting to get in and they're like, woo, yeah, Rams, woo, yeah. They should have done a pan shot of that lake and showed all the problems that there are and be like, LA, baby, this this is it. I mean, because this is really what it looks like everywhere. It's here, it's everywhere. And people need to do something about this, but no one's doing anything about it because it doesn't make anyone money. Stopping a problem doesn't make money for anybody.
2: Yeah, everybody that's on like the city council is like some real estate person,
1: right? And then it's always the excuse the the ideas that come up like to really solve this problem. We're always like, "Well, you there's fucking there's no um nobody at this hotel. Why don't we just fill up this yeah. hotel and like yeah yeah?" I, but that's a bad
2: idea because of like there's like that famous murder hotel. Yeah, Uh, that like so many people I can't think of the name of it. They did a documentary series on Netflix about it like the right the Clive something. I I forget what it's famous, but the girl went missing and they and then the water started tasting funny.
1: Terrifying. It's terrifying. She's, and
2: her body was just in this thing. People were like, this is terrible water. Yeah, she's running. Yeah, a, you're drinking a dead girl.
1: She's running around and she's freaked out. And oh, it's terrifying. And then she goes into a elevator and she looks around the corner and like, fuck. And then she just disappears. And then a while later, they found her in the water tank on top of the That's hotel. It. Like, how? no one knows how she no got one, in there. No one knows how she
2: got in there.
1: Nobody knows a goddamn thing.
2: No one knows how she got on the roof.
1: No. No, because previously she was freaked out in the elevator and obviously yeah. something happened between point A and point B and no one knows why this would have happened to her or anything. It's
2: it's pretty terrifying. It's terrifying. And, like So many people have died in there. Uh,
1: I, I got the goosebumps now. Oh, I'm oh, not going to yeah, sleep man. good. I don't like to even thinking about it. It's one of the most terrifying I documentaries.
2: Tour, I went on a tour of like underground like speakeasies. One Christmas and uh, I went with a wife and with Jim Hamilton, friend of a friend of ours, Jim Hamilton, comedian, Jim Hamilton. And uh, yeah, that was the first place that we went is they took us there. And like, uh, I had not heard that story about that hotel. And she's like, and no one has been even been in there in like years. And as she fucking said that, Someone just walked out of there and she, like, did this double take, and her face, like, the tour guide's face kind of went to stone. Uh-huh. Like, she saw something that wasn't supposed to Ooh! have happened. Yeah. It was pretty fucked up. And I've been on some horrifying ghost tours, like in New Orleans, where people just drop, just faint in the middle of it. You know, it's like. It's insane
1: well i'm sure it's been um it's been uh taken over and if it's just abandoned who gives a shit it's like we we did a nice uh pre-game show we what did we talk about we talked about uh canceling on comedy shows we canceled uh we we talked about std issues we talked about uh, a lot lying to get out of things when you're a booze bag and i tell a story about i thought bridal was going to cancel on the show today because um it sounded questionable what I told him on Monday because he wanted me to do the hunk last second. And I couldn't because baby was under the weather and was hiding in a dive bar waiting to do Monday night beers. But you talk about canceling a show at uh, the Steve Allen theater. And you don't mention the name of the theater on, on, on pregame. And that Steve Allen theater is what turns into a drug den at the end of Brooks and I's um, old stomping grounds where the show originates where yes. power moves originates and yeah. and now that is completely torn down they never built the yeah. thing that was supposed to go there it's a complete disaster but you know that's they what's shot, gonna they happen. show
2: barry there
1: yes they shot barry there and they shot barry there in the interim of it being taken over so they would have to go in and clear out everybody
2: i would do howard kramer's outdoor show there and they were just, and they'd come out, and like the head would peek out of the the windows there, and I was like,
1: "Oh God!" It is unless you live in Los Angeles, I cannot describe what is going on at all. You have to experience it for yourself. It is very sad. It is very shocking, and it is everywhere.
2: There's just a lot of camping going on.
1: There. It's yeah. Every it's a big campground, and there's a lot of people, and I get it. There's a lot of people, and you say, like, no one would choose to live this way. I saw some guy on the news the other day, and he put it really bluntly, and, and it made a lot of sense. He's like, he gets some check from the government on a weekly, monthly, bi weekly basis. I forget what it was. It was, you know, six, seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. And he lives in a hammock on the ocean. And if you have that amount of money, and that's, that's a lot of money to just have if you're just living outside in a hammock and you can't, it's not like, it's not like these, these, um these poor people can just, it's like, you're being lazy. You should go get somewhere to live. What are you fucking get a job? It's like, that's not going to make you be able to afford an apartment. <laughs> that's not good. No. Just get, just get the, just get a job at like home Depot or the grocery store. That's not no, on
2: top of the, the, the homeless people, that you, the unhoused people that you can see. I don't know what the rules are. I think it's a dumb rule, but I'm just going to go with it because unhoused and homeless mean the same fucking thing. One is a prefix. One is a suffix.
1: Right. Well, they're the, the reason they changed it is because the sensitivity factor for that. They have a home. It just is their home is a tent on the street. That's why, okay. which okay. is just well, it, have, it's they, it's they it's L.A. This, ultra on- liberal shit. We know what you on, fucking mean. No one's being offended by this.
2: Okay, so you're seeing the tip of the iceberg too, because of so many people who are students or who are teachers live out of their cars.
1: Mm-hmm. Actors, you,
2: you got the people who are just like broken down um, mentally and physically. Who you're seeing, who maybe you know have mental health issues or have substance abuse problems, like. You see, like, the truly, truly, like, the people who you're, you would think, like, are a werewolf in another life, like the Beavis and Butthead episode, you know? But, like, right. uh, uh, there's also people who are just, like, living in their cars because shit costs money here. And, and that car, was-
1: and the, the, even car shit costs money there. It costs way more than it does other places to get your tags, to get your smog cleared, to get all that shit costs so much money it could all the money you have like and it's probably if you're just an average dude might be like three four hundred five hundred bucks you got like one parking ticket and you got to do this and that to get your car cleared so it doesn't get towed and stolen and then it's gone forever and now you have nothing that's all your fucking money and you might be in the hole for months at a time i mean it didn't even happened to me when you i would got,
2: think that this town would want somebody to like want artists to come here and like strive you know what i mean like
1: right no it's i i don't know what the answer is but i know it's not just open up all these buildings and give it away to people because you can't you can't do that you can't take someone's stuff and just we need this like it's not a fucking war it's not why,
2: why why they did that to make dodger stadium it's called eminent domain you can just do it they made they did it with the freeways
1: right but don't you have to be compensated yeah Sure, but
2: what? Okay, what about all the businesses that uh, they don't need their fucking workers to come in anymore because it can be all be done. I don't know. We didn't want to talk politics on this. I know,
1: I know. I'm just talking. I'm. It's being realistic. Do you know what's going to happen to that place if you just open it up? And it's going to be destroyed. It's going to be. Because there are, um, <laughs> there will be good, there will be good people who need housing, and they will um, be respectful and take care of the area that they're given to. But there's going to be a lot of people who are going to turn that into a fucking disaster, filled with poo poo and pee pee on the floor, <laughs> and drug needles, sure. etc. Sure. And vetting all that is a goddamn bureaucratic nightmare. Like, who's going to fucking do that? Who's going to fucking the amount of manpower? And now we, now what? Now we're paying someone eighty five thousand dollars a year to organize all this and it's just like
2: but now they're gonna have the olympics in, in like six years yeah it's, and it's gonna
1: be go great that's gonna be they're gonna
2: it's gonna be so shitty it's gonna be because a, they're gonna our entire freeway system like it's a little bit better now but during COVID it was just like for miles when you go down that freeway For miles, just tent, 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 tent. Miles. Trash, 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 trash. Yes. Like three, like the Hollywood exits looked like a landfill, and the city wasn't even cleaning it. So it looked even like, it looked like tents in a landfill.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have nothing but empathy for these people, because I know what it's like to struggle and and be hard up and not know what the fuck you're going to fucking do. And well, you're, sure. Well, sure. But there is no like real great answer. So this isn't, answer. A, this isn't
2: a me shitting on these people. No, 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 it's no, the, no, no. It's a, it's a the city's going to fuck these people so they can have their pretty shots of the Hollywood sign and of correct various L.A. landmarks f- during the.
1: They're going to truck them out to the desert or something. Like, what are who they going to what are they going to do? Because, yes, the actual people who do the coverage might ignore that and make it look pretty. But news stations, local news stations and and national news stations are going to go and get that footage in a big time way of what's really going on that they that they try and sweep under the rug. And it just
2: no big deal. I don't- I doubt that they do. I doubt that they go after it because like, like I, it's just not, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I I don't know. This is, this is depressing me. If you've never dropped a quick little five star review on Apple podcasts, I don't know what it does, but it makes me feel good. And I appreciate, I, I, I checked. I don't think anyone's left a review for like a long fucking time. So if anyone wants to go over to Apple podcasts, if you have, if that's your provider of choice and drop a little review, Hit the five stars It's a five star podcast You'll see that right away And um, yeah Make me feel good That's all Say something nice about Brido Go say how sexy Brido is
2: I'm not going to read it You can say whatever you (laughs) do Yeah
1: (laughs) Brido's the hottest guy ever And makes me I
2: won't I won't read it Makes my
1: meat rock and roll Every time I listen to the episode I went to uh, (laughs) East Lansing I haven't been back to my alma mater In so so long I couldn't even tell you couldn't tell you when i've been back there and to watch the uh, michigan state indiana game which was fantastic on saturday nice uh shout out to uh daddy's alex and christine who uh hooked it up had me over to their lovely home for some shots and a beer it's their nice uh man cave bar and it was a it was a really good time the thing is Brito I rocked that trip, and then I was so pumped up after the game and came all the way back, and my boy came money, drove, and I had—I got—I was a good boy at the game because they don't have beers. So I i, yeah. play, I rocked it old-school Burns and Pride way, and I got a big Diet Coke in the plastic MSU cup, and I was so happy. I was like, "Oh, this is not Diet Coke. I got a Mountain Dew. It was like, this is a yeah, big-ass yeah, yeah. Mountain Dew, man. Then oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you sent it to me.
1: It was so good, but I had half, and then in the car on the way home, I popped into the liquor store that used to be in the backyard of my house and grabbed a little quarter pint of Jack and dumped that into the cup. because Jack and I, Dew? I don't know, man. I didn't care. It's just I ran in, grabbed it. Jack and Dew, it was fine. But I'll tell you. And Does my, that
2: have a name? Let's name it something. It's called it Jack and Diane, baby.
1: Jack and Diane, Mountain Jack. Mountain Jack's pretty good.
2: Ooh, Mountain Jack.
1: Mountain Jack's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's called a it's a woods hand
1: job <laughs> <road>. <laughs> yeah there you go so now you just call it a woods hand job
2: yeah hand now job I mean, in the jack, woods jack daniels and mountain Dews
1: like hand job in the woods that sounds a little woods. more classy i'll have a hand job in the woods extra yeah. ice and there's what
2: you can uh, just say old-fashioned but t- you can't say a hand job <laughs> in
1: the woods i'll tell you there's nothing more pleasurable my buddy's got big uh big family suv you know with the nice seats and it's like it's just a riding in a living room type of deal and riding in the car while someone drives at night while you got a nice fat fucking cocktail is so nice so <laughs> pleasurable <laughs> so pleasurable <laughs> i'm not driving it's in a cup yeah. and i'm i'm yeah. telling him an, an limo anecdote, baby telling him an anecdote about um about a uh, Jesse pop and I flip on the Sirius XM uh, Comedy Central station. Jesse pops on the on the radio telling jokes, wow, which I which that's... I which blew my mind. At this, I'd already been. I'm cranked up. I went to. The, I had the best day. I had the best fucking day going to, like a NCAA good game when your team wins and it's Indiana. It's a Big Ten. Oh boy, it was that's super awesome. fun. I, I rolled that into. Super Bowl Sunday, got up early, felt like shit, went to the grocery store where because I'm sure I stayed up late on on after I got back had a lot of adrenaline and Super Bowl Sunday the next day, which makes drinking into the late night hours even more fun because, you know, you just have to be garbage tomorrow. Went into the grocery store. They were giving away free Stella in the fucking grocery store, which were just like little shots like tasties, which I got like four of. And I was like, look, I'm really hungover. Just a little bit of this medicine, so I can get through just, thank you, please, yeah, here's my idea again, and bought all this shit, drank all day. I want a bunch of money on the Super Bowl, not a bunch, but I want enough to get me a nice kitty going for a, for March Madness, so I'm feeling good, like you know how is brido, like me and you aren't dudes that have some pops and fucking get sleepy. We like to. We want more party time. So I stayed up late. I'll tell you about the movie I watched that kept me up until four thirty. I felt like absolute death on Monday, and um, that's when um, you'll see on the on the Patreon episode, I explained to Brado what kind of piece of garbage I was being on Monday when he wanted me to do a do his uh hunk program at the last minute which was really not the last minute it was you know 12 30 but i didn't see my phone until 4 30. so today bridal was was real like d-day it was it was all right man fucking this all has to stop so i went to the gym this morning i did not want to go it was shitty right. out shitty raining i wasn't even hungover because last night i did the like look did ween. i did the wean. i had like six bush lights like okay. i kept it uh, yeah, you yeah, know smart. just like and that's all i had in the house it was like you can have this in the house we're gonna drink this we're gonna drink some water because that beer will run out quick you can get high if you want to but then today it was i don't feel like going outside it's shitty out it's dark all the time and i did go to the i did go to the gym. i did full body i did I did back buys, tries, chest, and I was just like, do it all. Fucking do it all. I bought I never drink Gatorade, I only drink water. I was like, no, we need Gatorade today. I got two Gatorades. Drank right. both Gatorades, half hour on the treadmill to get the last bit of poison out. Felt like a million bucks. Came home, made a cheap turkey sandwich, ate a pickle, drank some more Gatorade. And then I broiled some chicken breasts, and I got some spinach. So all I can have, Brado, is like for the next couple of days is, is chicken and vegetables and shit. And here's no
2: man, time to time to get ripped.
1: Well, yeah, that's how I'm gonna get. No, I, I'm sipping a Pinot Noir right now, which is questionable, Brado, on this cream couch. It's real danger zone shit. <laughs> if I drop this on this couch, you'll hear the show end and me scream my head off and <laughs> that'll be the last show because I'll kill myself. No, but that I had to well, happen. it ha- I had to I could have rocked it all the way through the rest of the week. And I I have a uh, pop man is, is rolling in on Friday for a few days so oh, he's
2: got to go to
1: that open mic open, uh, mic, baby. I bro- open <laughs> mic open <laughs> I, mic i already brought it up but i don't think that me and pop are gonna be oh, in any sort of shape to go to that that's open when mic. when
2: you go i Come know on. you gotta you got a buddy
1: i know oh,
2: man. i'll go i'm coming in
1: <laughs> i'll consider i will consider I'll, I'll i'm coming in well either at the very least it's just like go down go to get a drink and then oh this looks fucking fine or oh my god we need to leave and not do this at all but i had to i had to get full just go
2: check it out just go check
1: it i out. gotta go i gotta have two days of full health and exercise and good food and sleep because potman and me <laughs> could really really put a dent in me uh, uh, mentally for like a long time so at least this way i'll be back in business i gotta get my Uh, hair he's
2: gonna have you smoking cigs no no
1: no i've hung out with pop before i'm i won't puff any cigs i got i got my jewel buddies i am concerned what he's gonna do in my apartment though because
2: (laughs) hey burns on sunday five years for your for your boy Brida. wow no booze five yeah, this coming this coming Sunday, we got to remember two years have just been indoors.
1: Yeah, it has been a long time. It's been we COVID has been forever now. Just I was in Chicago doing
2: my doing like doing shows in Chicago, then uh, went to Iowa, recorded an album, came back to L.A., went out with Jim Hamilton, and it was like no moss, I am done. That was it. That
1: was it. I would say if I was ever going to quit drinking, it probably would be because of a outing with Jim Hamilton because
2: <laughs> he, he said, I'm not the first he says right. like three people. Yeah. And he doesn't even, he's not even like a psycho with the drinks. He's just uh, he's a beer guy. He's, he's just a beer guy. He's a
1: beer guy. But that's the problem is when you're trying to drink at a pace of a beer guy when you're a whiskey guy then that's yeah. when you turn into the absolute disaster and the other person's like i've only had like 14 beers i'm fine I'm like bah, bah.
2: <laughs> i think i came home at like three in the morning like i think they closed down the hallway and i was still like with hamilton yeah and then i came home and like my wife was like
1: you left it like at noon yeah that and that's I was like ooh, what I what what wife was what's that wife noon you say that doesn't seem right
2: uh, Ooh, and i was just like okay i can't i can't keep doing this yeah
1: i think i remember you briefly telling me that before before it happened and i had
2: just been in chicago being being Chicagoy.
1: right that's yeah chicago is is a whole other level of of doing it but i feel like i feel like in chicago it doesn't affect you the same because the, the, no, no
2: one cares it's, yeah, people are just like hey how's
1: it going <laughs> no one cares in chicago no cares. in chicago you get as drunk as you want you didn't everyone's it's just fine You're just like you walk into a place hung over the next day like wow you look like shit yeah i feel like shit too okay let's um let's go get to work on those tax forms for the pts account yeah. <laughs>
2: There's a famous story of our friend Pat Bryce passing away and then people being at his funeral, going out for drinks afterwards. And Emily Maya Mills, L.A. comedian, was in town with Kyle Kinane when they were dating. And we're, everybody was at a bar. And one of the girls there, Christy Mangil, they called her K-Rock, just fucking face plant on the ground because uh, she's hammered and just fucking face plant on the ground. She's
1: mourn his, drinking. His,
2: was, at the, yeah, at this bar, and yeah. every, and then Emily Miles is like, "Oh my God, somebody help her!" And a room full of like guys and like female comedians were like, "She's just drunk," <laughs> which was just shocking behavior for some for an outsider to we're see.
1: Yeah, we're not going to ruin this time with an ambulance.
2: They're going to shut all this down. She's just I guess drunk. Christ, I guess Christy popped up and was like, "Yeah, I'm just drunk."
1: Yeah, <laughs> Uh Aaron Rodgers and Shalene Woodley. Called off their engagement today. You see that?
2: And she and she
1: is. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. She's an actress that you hear you you hear her name when they talk about Aaron Rodgers. I, I, it's he's having a rough one, huh? No, he cycles through these chicks.
2: He won the MVP. He didn't get Jeopardy. Then he got in big trubs for whatever the fuck he did with his lying about vax
1: or something. Yeah, but. Ah, this Rashes! this screams to me a guy who is ultimate is so frustrated with matt stafford winning the super bowl where you can see like him losing his mind because
2: why would he be upset about it
1: because stafford who would be a, a straight up rival because of the days with the detroit lions now has now played for the lions for all that time went to a new team and immediately in one year wins the fucking Super Bowl and now has a com- real comparative record <laughs> to two Aaron Rodgers' playoff appearances. And Aaron Rodgers, far superior comedian, uh, not comedian, quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers...
2: And, com- and comedian.
1: And comedian. Aaron Rodgers, I think he thinks he's a little bit of a comedian. Driest comedian. I do, I do, I do, I
2: do too. I do too. It's yeah.
1: like, dude, you're going to get a little more animated. You can't just be... I'm this and it's funny, he yeah yeah
2: it's bad. I can I I know what can, you're talking about when he's like the rock star in the commercial it's not good
1: right I can see him being
2: Peyton Peyton Manning is hilarious
1: though. oh yeah Peyton and Eli have gotten to be pretty funny they're they're Peyton, Peyton
2: Manning on SNL doing um talking about some movie that he saw or something uh, no Emily in Paris he talks about that it's so fucking funny.
1: They're funny for some reason, and I don't know what it is. I think they're just so ultimately confident and they have good chemistry. And that's that's really what it comes down to. Just like me and you, Brado. I How
2: think, many Super Bowls does Aaron Rodgers
1: have? I think he just has one. One. So now he's seeing this and he wanted to leave green bay and it he stayed and it didn't work out for him i can see this sort of conversation happening with with his wife like well you just got to be happy for him why are you so steamed what the fuck this is your fault this is all your fault there's gotta be there had to be i think that this triggered it I think, I really think it triggered it. You can see, because you'll get mad at your career and you're dating someone or or, and they just don't get like why you're mad that something happened, like that your set wasn't good enough or someone else got something that you wanted and you lose their, and they're like, no, it's fine. Like trying to be genuinely nice, but you don't want genuinely nice. You want to fucking scorch the earth and whatever they say makes you more and more mad. And I think that maybe he feels that he made a big mistake by getting heavily involved with this woman and spending a lot of time with her and kind of changing the way he was to uh, suit this relationship. And it didn't work out for him. But Matt Stafford, who is a lockdown married guy with kids, and he fucking won the Super Bowl. So now I think he's like, I got to fucking go back to old Aaron Rodgers. This has got to be done. Because it's got stink all over it, I'm a failure, and the only thing that guy cares about is winning the fucking Super Bowl. It's just not happening.
2: Can I whisper something on a podcast that um, you can't get mad at me because it's just something I heard? I heard this is the whisper part, (laughs) and I'm no judgment. Of course, no judgment, but there could be another reason why Aaron Rodgers. There could be. doesn't like this lady. Well, there and could it's be because and it's because she doesn't have a dude's asshole and penis parts.
1: Well, you didn't whisper that. That was pretty loud. That was pretty loud. Allegedly, this is just a... no. That
2: was me whispering. I'm is... saying it's totally fine.
1: <laughs> very, it's very possible. Nobody knows. Nobody.
2: I thought knows. that was. I thought that was the rumor. Also, she's it's a celebrity. A de- definite rumor. And, and so, do not trust. When both people in a relationship are celebs, because I've seen it happen before where I'm like, Wow, is this dude dating this, this person? And then somebody takes you aside, L.A. Hollywood secret style and goes, no, no, no. They have the same publicist. Right. And they wanted to build this person up. And the other person's like, I don't fucking care. I'll help him out. And that's what happens. Or one of them definitely is, happens. One of them knows it'll be bad for their image if it comes out that they're a homosexual or they're not ready for that to be revealed because right. society is bad. And it doesn't even and so th-
1: it doesn't even always necessarily mean that it's a it's a sexuality preference. It's that there could just be you know we need to, you need to have a girlfriend right now because it looks better for you. So yeah,
2: Cory, Cory Booker and uh, Rosario Dawson—absolutely zero chance that's real—is right. what I'm saying.
1: Definitely, there is definitely a lot of rumors about a Raj, but you know, we hope him for the best. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I did take issue with a lot of the Lions fans that were mad at Stafford for, for you left Detroit and then you went fuck you. And you win the Super Bowl like that is just that is such haterade. That is such.
2: Here's what, here's what I'm mad about is I have this, which is in. <laughs> Jared which Goff a, jersey. I have a Jared Goff jersey that you bought
1: just, drunk at the game I, with me. Yes. yes. <laughs> at a Rams true. game. Yeah. Yeah, it's not
2: business being in public. You have to
1: you have to say that it is uh, not a Lions Jared Goff jersey, which I did see them at Dick Sporting Goods the other day and I was like, "Who buys got to get one." No. Who's buying that, Open Mike? Who's buying an $80 Jared Goff jersey? Oh my <laughs> a Lions one. I mean, at least that he had some heat on it. Then he was like a new young quarterback for the Rams. And
2: Why didn't I not get Aaron Donald? What is wrong with?
1: You? I don't know. Aaron Donald jersey would be rock and roll and still cool. That is not. But it doesn't make it. It's 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 so petty and haterade to dislike that Matt Stafford left the Lions because. That's just like, it's like when someone leaves your town to like, oh, you think you're better than me, Mr. Hollywood. Or, or this was the, the dad boner equivalent was that, oh, fucking you got a job as the head chef at Gordon Ramsay's new restaurant? Oh, you don't want to stay here and work at Taco Bell and scrub shit out of the toilets and make bean burritos with us, you fucking poser? Oh, yeah, I guess you think you're better than us. It's like... No, you would be. You should be happy for someone that they don't have to work at fucking Taco Bell and clean the toilets anymore. No, I
2: don't know. I don't know. You think you I, should? As you a, think as, as a Cubs fan who saw Mark Grace win a championship with the Diamondbacks and uh, Greg Maddox won uh, with the Braves, like it's a very much it was a pre twenty sixteen a very Cubs thing to have the person leave and be amazing.
1: Right, because. That just shows you that the organization is not maximizing the talent potential of a player. And then you get mad. You're really, when it comes down to it, you're just mad at yourself and you're mad at the organization. You're not really mad at the player. If the player was. Just If the team was good and they got better And still succeeded without him You wouldn't even give a fuck You'd be like, oh yeah, good for Gracie Yeah, I another one with the Diamondbacks But instead, you're, fuck you You should live in perpetuity of, of, In misery for With us for all time And never have anything nice Stick it out <laughs> just stay in separate bedrooms. Stick it out. Ruin your career like Megatron and Barry Sanders. Just burn it down the tubes and never be good. Never. And just have your career just completely fucking wasted. Like, so we can all enjoy the misery of being a Detroit Lions fan forever together. Let's get into some power news you can use. In PP camera news. A 911 dispatcher hit a spy camera inside a urinal at a Pennsylvania police station and taped all the cops in various stages of undress with exposed genitals, according to a criminal complaint.
2: This is, yeah.
1: Yeah, he wanted some, some uh, cop dick. So bad. He had to see them all. He had to see them all. An officer with a, yeah. the North Versailles Police Department in suburban Pittsburgh was draining the main vein when he noticed an odd item attached to the inside upper left corner of the urinal turned out to be a one and a half inch camera with an SD card, which uh, that's pretty impressive. A little tiny. One and a
2: half inches? <laughs> one point <laughs> five.
1: Two point five erect. It's a bigger yes. camera when it's erect.
2: Some real some real Serpico shit.
1: Camera was quote wrapped in a white sheath with the outer portion of the camera lens painted in white. Apparently, so it would blend in with the porcelain of the urinal, which it was attached to with Velcro. Don't you you would notice like would you notice a camera like even a, it's you're right there you're really close to the urinal you're not like. An eight-year-old like standing way back, like making this big arcing piss. (laughs) You're right there. Maybe it's like tucked up right there. He was right there when the camera was found. uh, "Quote: All officers present at the station went into the bathroom to look at the item." (laughs)
2: Like what? God! President pull their guns out, start shooting.
1: (laughs) Just porcelain and water everywhere. Just destroyed the toilet. (laughs) Our dicks. Someone's peeping our dicks. All units. All units report. All units report to the to the urinal.
2: I'd like to report a... Gary, what is this? A, a, I'd like to report a 5-1...
1: I don't even know what it is. <laughs> after, Afterwards, they all freak out and run in there. John Logan, 49-year-old 911 operator, randomly screams out in the office that, quote, I have to use the restroom immediately. <laughs> Lo- Logan then ran inside the, ba- the toilet, the restroom, and uh, flushed the toilet a few times and exited the bathroom after spending several minutes standing in front of the urinal. Like,
2: okay, what, I think I missed the part. Who? What was the reason this was done? Is like blackmail, or someone was just like, no, no. This no, someone so, gotta see him.
1: Someone just horno. This is just a horno guy. But I love that. That's huge balls. Yeah, yeah. They're all cops who could They're fucking who could fucking kill you. Not just Co- at, a, a at, cop will kill you at work, like at your house, at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> They'll yes. find you yeah but but i love that he screams out like he's like freaking out like they saw the camera shit 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 i gotta use the restroom immediately (laughs) calling all units (laughs) calling all calling all units wow i had a few beers at lunch you know i was in there for a few minutes like you guys know how it is, right, guys? Right, right, officers. You know, when you're, you, you guys have a few at lunch. You got to, you got to take the edge uh, off.
2: They didn't. They, they they thought it was a body camera, but they knew that it wasn't turned on. <laughs> at the, also, I, I, also, I don't know how they didn't know the whole time is going. Bad boys, bad boys. <laughs> what you gonna do?
1: It's also interesting that. I mean, the camera lens is still there. I never see anything inside of a urinal. I, like, notice. Like, when I'm at a urinal, if there's a little cake that has, like, an advertisement for a tow truck company or something, I read it. I notice every... I, there's one pube on the thing. I see it. I notice everything because there's nothing to do other than to stand there and stare at this one-foot-by-three-foot area thats that you're peeing into. So Man,
2: one to, one time we were at Red Lion... And the guy in the urinal next to me was like checking his text messages ostensibly, but he's holding his phone, he's peeing, but he's holding his phone facing me and mm-hmm. what would be the exact angle to be like snapping photos <laughs> of a dick.
1: Oh yeah. That he was taking pictures of your dick. <laughs> That's what,
2: <laughs> and I, and like, if I would have been like, Hey dude, can you point your cell phone somewhere else? I would have been like a psychopath.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. You don't want that.
2: So I didn't say anything.
1: Yeah, you just you just got pimped, and you let someone take free pics of your ding dong,
2: <laughs> and be like, "What? It's not like it was
1: hard." You kind of liked it. Come on, you kind of liked it. You liked that someone was peeping your sweet. Meat.
2: I mean, I got a boner thinking. About
1: it. <laughs> Hold on, let me chub this up for you. Come on,
2: hey, buddy. Come on. I mean, do you want a better picture? You hand out black uh, combs on picture dude. Yeah, come it's not on.
1: it's not camera ready, buddy. What are you doing? Just ask. Then I took
2: a then I took a black comb and combed my pews.
1: <laughs> like a little kid, like put some water on him, just like parted it, this real wet part.
2: <laughs> and then I said, "Give me a smile, Indiana Jones. Give me a to smile."
1: <laughs> it looked up at you like. Tommy Lee's dick and that Pam and Tommy thing, just big smile, big teeth.
2: Big teeth on my on my penis. A toothy dick. Oh, I, hope an, I hope a future employer listens to this part of this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's probably going to happen. I'll, I'll go through all these.
2: I'm just playing a character, sir.
1: Yeah, this is, come on. This is what we, you know, this is what comedians do. You don't want me to be a comedian at the job that you're hiring for, right? I'm not going to. Whip out my toothy dick and put <laughs> picture day with the picture <laughs> yeah. day hair. Like what's up psycho. when I'm
2: at work, I'm not gonna go, Hey, it's picture day. I'm <laughs> gonna take out my dick <laughs> with a black comb. Oh I don't even have pubes, sir. Oh, I
1: should I should stop talking? Okay. Yeah. I would not get in the job. No? No. Uh boy. I should've Dude. just So yeah, are you sure? Like because
2: wait, wait, what's my what's my biggest weakness? my, my smiling penis. <laughs> what's the-
1: my dick needs braces off. Um, that's what. the... If they could change anything about my about me, they they don't make them that small. Is the problem my 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 little my little choppers? It looks like you know, like a little piranha or like those deep sea fish that have like they look like a human face. You know those ones? They got like human eyes and like little teeth. <laughs> And it's just like that's it, that's my my wiener, and why,
2: why I should would leave you it to... <laughs> I should leave your
1: office immediately. But I thought the interview's not quite done. I mean just, you know it's done when I say it is. Look at this dick.
2: <laughs> oh. You push a button on the desk. That what's that? The,
1: what's that button you're pushing underneath the desk, sir? <laughs> at one point? At that point, they collected the camera, and then the officers noticed that the SD card was now missing.
2: So, oh my god! So he flushed it, or he flushed it, or what?
1: He, he he took it. He had to see those sweet peens. He put all that work into that painted camera, and. I mean, I did put in a
2: lot of work into the painted
1: camera. Right. Well, why is the why is what a a
2: psychotic move? Why is the SD
1: card like there's no other reason he should have just left it and it would have just been like, yep, I guess someone's taking pictures of dicks. But he wanted those pics. It was like, my pics, my sweet, my sweet, my sweet cop pics. I gotta have them, my piggy peenies. I gotta see them. Please, I gotta pee right away no one come in i'm gonna do i got some gas you know i can't i can't hold in the farts and pee at the same time and if you guys are around i won't pee or fart and then i just gotta wait so just please everyone all you all units back to the office while i investigate hey uh hey hey
2: gary i see why they call it call you the fuzz
1: (laughs) yeah there it is when questioned about the camera, Logan admitted that he touched and squeezed the device but denied removing the memory card asked why <laughs> asked he touched, why he touched and squeezed it. This guy's like this guy's going full like cave he's caving oh, he touched and squeezed it like what you reached in and touched the thing in the pisser and touched it and squeezed why would you do that? he they asked him why he would touch a piece soaked evidence without a glove on and he simply said quote stupidity
2: oh my god <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm
1: stupid. I'm a dumbass. You guys know. Remember when I found that quarter in the clogged shitter and then I ate it? I'm gross. There's no need to this worry. Is
2: why, this is why <laughs> when cops are like, oh, I was scared. And they just shoot people that they always get off because it's like, this is how they react. <laughs> they a little kid
1: excuses.
2: I'm
1: a dumbass. Look, I'm not a cop. I'm a 911 guy. I'm the, I don't know All shit. All of
2: those kids, the kids in your elementary school, that would bite themselves and then tell the teacher on <laughs> under- all of those kids became cops.
1: Well, this this isn't the cop. This is the nine one one guy. He's not a cop. The cops are all steamed because they got a, their evidence got touched.
2: Oh, so this guy, the guy who did it, was not a cop. No, he a no, He's, he works
1: in the office. He's a nine one one guy. He's not even a cop. Oh, yeah. This is what's. This would be very concerning for someone who's not a an officer and they're a nine operator. That's a guy who could really go missing. No one even knows who this fuckface is.
2: This guy was protecting the thin yellow line.
1: <laughs> there you go. You got two real bangers on the last, last couple I minutes. Into that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. It, this, then they obviously, after he says this, they're like, okay, dude. So they search his house and they find a mini camera identical to the one discovered in the in the urinal. All their flash drives found in his bedroom containing multiple hot videos of North Versailles police officers making super sexy peepees.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 my God.
1: He's got a whole collection. Oh. Oh. <laughs> PP oh. vids man there's that's yeah, someone's much. I, I, I always hear
2: about the thing like i'll hear about the thing first on here you break news to me and then i'll see it the rest of the week this is the first time i'm hearing of this uh the guy who said ice ice fishing leads to prostitution resigned yesterday oh really yeah wow so the, so i know this is going to be all over the place <laughs>
1: starting... detective do you remember that do you remember yes. that story from yeah, yeah 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 yeah, I love the follow-ups.
2: <laughs> like Dave Anthony was posting about it. I was like, "Jesus Christ, burns was all over there."
1: Yeah, Power Moves has the, you know, we have this tough stories that people don't want to cover. The the rest of the world, they ignore these. This is important. Some guys I'm a
2: g- We can't journalists first. We can't
1: have our boys in blue making their peepees all over the internet, okay? We're just we're trying to have a society here, guy. <laughs>
2: we got- hey, officer. Hey officer. What is this? Some sort of Shakedown? (laughs) (laughs) Yes!
1: Yes! That's three for three, Brado.
2: <laughs> I gotta hit a fourth home run. I gotta get one. I gotta get well, one. Well, we got
1: two more stories after this, so you know you got plenty of time. Detectives were able to make uh, positive identifications of the three victims, each of whom were unaware oh. that they had been secretly oh. recorded. <laughs> yep, that's positive
2: identification. Yep,
1: that's Daryl's hog right there. I saw it at the gym. <laughs> Such a qual, real qual piece, real qual piece on him, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the guy's dick like you could just look at it and be like yeah it's, that's my dick it's someone. so some, they showed them to everyone everyone well everyone's got to see this now we can't trust you because everyone's going to be like pick out the biggest dick and be like well that one's mine like that's black
0: <laughs> well no
1: no you no know, it's it's you know it's, it's just a you know it's a Color difference, you know. Some white guys have huge black dicks, and just um.
2: (laughs) It had to be a a, wide-angle lens. That one's mine.
1: GoPro. (laughs) Then some other guy walks in, like. What are you talking about? That's my dick. What are you fucking taking credit for? That's a big fight. Everyone's fighting over the big sweet dicks. <laughs> no one wants to admit <laughs> which ones are the sad fucking bird heart, <laughs> bird's nest cocks.
2: <laughs> who's got the Who's got
1: the acorn? Who's got the Who's Who's hiding? Which one of you fucking chipmunks is hiding acorns? Come on, who is this? <laughs> Officer Chip, <laughs> Officer Chip, like,
2: yeah, it was oh, me. Steve, I, Steve, I say why you're mad all the time. Yeah,
1: that one's mine. <laughs> Logan was charged with evidence tampering and three counts of invasion of privacy. That's not that bad. Invasion of privacy. Is that like that bad? That doesn't seem that bad. That seems like, you know, like you looked at someone's mail or some shit.
2: I mean, you did. You looked at, the right, at their ma- <laughs> mail. mail. <laughs>
1: In flying sucks news, a drunk-ass Orlando, Florida airline passenger was barred from boarding an airplane at Orlando International Airport and rode away from the gate on a motorized suitcase as a bike cop followed her A video shows. So she has a suitcase, Brido, that you can ride like a uh, scooter. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have a bike pursuing a suitcase in a minute, an Orlando police officer said as the passenger cruised away on a scooter suitcase. (laughs) wow (laughs) the world is out of control it's really just (laughs) i don't know what to do chelsea alston 32 was later accused of battering the police officer and caused more than one thousand dollars in damage to his patrol car if convicted she faces five years in prison for each offense so uh we'll get to how is that
2: worse than how's that worse than taping cop sticks
1: well well we gonna get to as it unfolds Brido. Alston, who had entered a plea of not guilty even though there's a video for all to see it's just the fact that she's pleading not guilty like this video you can watch it she's shit dicked and she's (laughs) she rolled up to the to the flight in new york no the flight was going to new york she rolled up to the what do you call it the gate when you go in and um she's visibly bombed out of her mind she's having a drink i don't know what's in it it doesn't i don't think it's water she's got a cut a drink in her hand and she rolls up like hey what's up everybody hey riding a suitcase like like it's hey what's up everybody what's happening Oh my! this is some george jones shit (laughs) yes it is it is she is she is george jones drunk I don't want no beef. I'm just trying to go home and enjoy myself. <laughs> she claimed to have two drinks before the flight. Uh, honey, I know all about having two drinks. Com- yeah, completely understandable wink. Like, someone I, told I me, only uh, had two drinks, too. Yeah. Two drinks. So
2: when the-, the cops bust a party, every kid would say, like, they had two drinks. Like, with the cops are like, you, how many How many drinks did you have? Every kid goes to like. Because cops are always like, oh, did you have, let me guess, you had two? Just two? Uh-huh. Let me guess. When you lie to a cop, you say that you had two drinks. It's just across the board. That's the number. Oh, I'm yeah. Talking.
1: When I would come home in high school and have uh, been a little tuned or like my father could smell some alcohol in my breath, like, you're drinking beers? I'd be like, yeah, I had two. But, you know, I wanted to drive and I drank some water afterwards. No one ever said, because one is, one is just obviously lying. Who has like one beer? So it's like I, yeah, I was gone for. I was at this party for several hours, and I had one beer. No, you're going to have at least yeah. two. Then maybe you'll have an, the second one and be like, "Okay, I need to stop," which is still a fucking lie. No one's, no one's, hammered, slurred, riding a motorized scooter suitcase, no, yelling out all kinds of loud stuff when you're trying to get on the plane, and you had two drinks.
2: Unless you're drinking like scissors.
1: Right. Which I don't think they have at the Rolling Stone Bar and Grill or whatever the fuck. Chili's two yeah. doesn't have scissors codeine. <laughs> Chili's two does not have codeine. Alston was informed that her glassy eyes, inability to stand, and reeking like booze were reasons for the airline to suspect she was too intoxicated to fly. It's okay. Okay, this is the cop. It's okay. You need to go over to the terminal and sober up a little bit. Get another flight. Uh, mamone said mamone's the cop to be fair bridal this cop
2: is it, his name is mamone mamone like, Ramo, like yeah. ramone but mamone
1: that's how it's spelled <laughs> m-a-m-o-n-e mamone could be mamone it would be pretty sweet
2: but my favorite wrestler is mazer mamone mazer mamone
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: sam my, my favorite character on tv from cheers is sam mamone
1: ma'am mamone <laughs> I love Ma'am Mamone.
2: The mailman.
1: Mama Miff Maven. Morm. I'm,
2: I'm sorry, but Mamon is making me laugh. I'm I, I, sorry. My last name sucks also, but Mamon.
1: To be fair, this cop is nothing but sweet and precious and nice to this woman for a long time had because his name is mamone Mamone had no he's a bike cop also he rides a bike inside of the airport terminal like on the carpet and shit they show this he is he is so nice he's just like can i please escort you you have to go outside of the terminal you have to sober up and then you have to get a new flight and come in please just and he's kind of laughing he's like look i'm just gonna help you out here like, I, you're not getting arrested. Please, just please help me. Because he doesn't want to deal with this. He just wants her out of the fucking thing so he can go back and patrol the terminal. He doesn't have time for this. So um, after he's, you know, very calmly trying to deal, you could see her scream at the officer. Suck my dick! Suck my dick! Suck my dick! And then give him the double freedom rockets, the double middle fingers as she drives off on the suitcase scooter. <laughs> Wow! Like, dude, you just just go, man. There's this is really uncalled for. And if if after two drinks you start screaming "suck my dick" at police officers, that's probably like maybe uh, you had more than two drinks. Because it's not, it's not going to go well. The cops is fo- cops following this guy, and he says, "Oh man, I think it was kind of fast because it's like really flooring down this hallway." And you see all these other passengers in the in the airport terminal just dying, laughing, just like, "Oh man!" Because th- picture it, it's like Preston Lacy and Wee Man and like a jackass. It's a big guy on a on a bicycle, on a cop bicycle, chasing this woman riding a suitcase (laughs)
2: amazing this is all keystone cop shit i love it Uh uh-huh
1: when (laughs) mamone eventually (laughs) caught up with alston in the in the airport's people mover he ordered to leave to go to a secured area um and you can see all his body worn as a as a body camera oh shit um alston remained in the secure area for nearly 10 minutes the cop catches up to her on the people mover and says, you know, those trains. Some people call it poop people mover. Some people call it the, I forget. It's the train that goes around the fucking uh, airport. Um, I just the need tram. to, I just, yeah, the tram. That's it. Thank you, Bridal. That was going to drive me nuts. I just need you to get to the other side of the TSA security checkpoint. Follow me and we'll roll out together. <laughs> He's even trying to be like, we'll roll out together. We'll get, And he goes on and on like, Come on, we'll just scoot our little wheels. He says a whole bunch of other things. We'll just scoot our little wheels on all here and it'll be totally fine. Me and you, please, please just come with me, please. Oh my God. And that's when Alston fucked up and spit in his face. (laughs) Holy
2: shit. Can I get? She's white.
1: I'm not, I am not. don't like to comment on what color people are on the show. We're a colorless show. No, she's not she, white. Uh, After Alston really? got- Really? <laughs>
2: she spit in a cop's face? Yeah.
1: After Alston got put in handcuffs, she spit in his face again. Oh. In the eye. The cop goes- Oh, my God. The, the cop says, stop spitting. And then she says, well, I only spit one time. <laughs> Which- it's cool just one time except for the other time five seconds ago oh my she tries god. to she tries to talk her way out of the second spit in his face that goes that's direct hit with well i only spit one time like <laughs> i remember the other time oh my god she was dragged out to the patrol car after forgetting how to walk so they had oh, to do the dead God. body drag with her in the with the, f- oh. the feet just limp. Just
2: sh- that is another little kid move that all little kids know.
1: Uh-huh. Um, she goes into his backseat of the cop car and destroys a big bunch of the upholstery like somehow like rips open like all the seat covers and shit. And then, and then for her final trick, Brido, she takes a massive shit in the middle of the back seat of the cops car. <laughs> this escalates so fast.
2: Wow. So that's why she didn't do hunk on Monday. <laughs>
1: $1,200 in damage. Uh, she's released on a $13,000, $500 bond. And she's from New York. Like, now, if you would have just went and sat over there for a couple hours and drank some water, you could have got on the plane and went home. Now you're stuck in, in fucking Florida and... You owe a shitload of money, and you are big, big trubs. You did a lot this. of things on this video.
2: What do you? Say? Okay, so is she? Have you ever been this drunk?
1: <sighs> um, no. And there's actually another story um, next that is also a drunk story, and I'll and I'll just and I this is applicable for this. I don't know how to get this drunk. That's get, what I'm
2: that's, yeah.
1: I get drunk in a different really drunk way, just like you do, where yeah. I'm still kind of in control, but I'm uncontrollable, but I'm not yes. gonna do stuff like this. There's a big, big difference. Yeah, like, like
2: I don't even know. I can't put myself in a scenario where I could be this the like I've never punched anybody. I've never like the most that I could do, is say something that's gonna hurt your feelings or something.
1: Right. I've woken up and thought, oh my god, I shouldn't have said that, or oh my god, I shouldn't have gone home with that person, or oh my god, I you know, I but I've never like done this sort of thing. It, and again, no. I don't think that my brain gets this kind of drunk. I've this been in fights a, drunk, like, but I I would didn't start it. It's just like No, is,
2: there's a difference between like a guy who drinks to excess and what they're going to do is just like, you could become a super fun version of yourself or a super like kind of shitty grumpy version of yourself. And you could be, you know, you could be like very critical or, but get like spitting in a cop's face is beyond the pale.
1: Yes. Well, this is obviously a person who has some, um, Harbored some anger from something else Who knows what else is going on in her life And we have to try and understand that But this was a poor, poor, poor I mean, I've decision. been
2: physically removed from a bar in my
1: life Sure, yeah, I mean, who hasn't? <laughs> I've done a lot of things on stage And said some things I shouldn't have But I never spit in anyone's face Or Yeah,
2: this is a real, real problem
1: It's just like Regardless of what's going on in your life Don't do that Because it's a big problem for you later. Like you see this whole thing play out. If you watch the video, you see her show up, you see the guy chase her out, chase her around, try and talk to her reasonably and get her to go somewhere else. And then it's just like, finally, he's like, look, and he finally switches and he's like, look, I can't deal with this. You gotta, you have to be arrested. Now you have to, you're getting arrested. And he starts to handcuff her and then spit in the face. Oh No, even even after he's she told him to suck his suck her dick three times and gave him the finger he just kind of was like oh boy here we go (laughs) yeah
2: i mean you can tell a cop to suck your dick there's nothing illegal about that i mean you might get like disorderly conduct or something he
1: didn't care. he's got a good fucking deal going on i mean riding a bike around on the inside of an airport like I guess there's been are
2: you are you a real cop if you're doing that? Are you like a a probably right? Just what?
1: Yeah, he's a cop, but it's like whatever kind Yeah, but
2: TSA agents aren't.
1: No, he's a he's a straight up one. He's a regular one that works inside of this. uh,
2: You got to figure, though, it is a pretty fucking serious job. I mean, like 9-11 happened. Sure. But
1: he's there primarily to deal with this sort of thing. And it says that this is the 12th one this year at this airport there's been 12 violent. Hasn't
2: it been kind of like a real psychotic type of uh, situation with airports?
1: Yeah. um, I watched another uh, news piece uh, in conjunction with this one about how in 2019, there were 12,000, 1200 um, violent like incidents where people lost their mind on airplanes or in airports and in the last year there were 5700 like people are Jeez. people and they they tried to talk about the psychology of it uh, that people are so on edge that when you tell someone to move their mask like they've already been through shit because traveling is shit going through the airport it's all a goddamn nightmare and now it's worse people are already on edge and stuff already happened in airports So now they're just waiting for that one little shoe to drop. And what it is is like they said it's usually something as small as, could you please put your mask over your nose? Motherfucker, fucking kill everybody. I can't take any more of this shit. Yeah, I did all this. I watched
2: watched videos of like, um, I had to stop following that burger place that I love in Echo Park because all of their videos during COVID were somebody freaking out and causing like violent damages to their building because they wouldn't be served without a mask.
1: Yes. There was a taco place um, in uh, near my old apartment that had to shut down for two weeks and they did it out of punishment. They said, we're not opening back up until people can learn how to fucking behave because people were losing their goddamn minds and it's a walk up place. It's not even a sit down place, but they walk up to the window and say, I want this. I want this. And I'm like, we got to wear a mask. It's a big sign right here. Fuck you. I'll fucking kill you. And they're breaking the windows and spray painting shit on it. It's just like
2: my gym kicked. I was there. My gym kicked everybody out until people uh, came back in with a mask on.
1: Yeah, because you you have to. I mean,
2: and I just went I just went home because whoever wouldn't do it wouldn't do it.
1: Right. Right. I'm not doing it. Well, then I guess we can't have anything. It's the whole reason I do all the COVID stuff. I do what anyone ever fucking tells me. I'll get the shots. I'll wear the mask. I'll do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you get out of the house and I can go live a normal life. That's my main concern. The other things don't bother me that much. It's better. I'm better off just not causing a problem. I don't I'm not a conf- I don't like shocking
2: to you that somebody would be like, I don't care if there's a hundred people who had to leave the gym. And can't go in now. I don't want to do this one thing. People are
1: assholes is what it comes down to. And they don't that know how
2: to You just suck so much.
1: Yeah, you suck. And you should be... But then you'd be like, you can't kick me out of the gym. It's my freedom to do whatever I want. Like, no, you're free to not. They can, they can, though. They can. It's a private business, yes. That's the thing that everyone doesn't understand. When it comes down to things that are government mandates, I'm very against government mandates. I don't think that you should be able to tell anyone what they have to fucking do because... Government's not trusted. And I personally don't fucking care what you do. Do whatever the fuck you want. I'm going to follow all the rules. And I'm just going to have a nice peaceful life. I can't deal with your shit. You want to fucking line up your trucks and not let people have stuff? That's a real pain in the ass. But I don't think that Justin Trudeau should let pe- should make these guys, you have to do this or you're fucking done. But at the same time, because it's a government thing. But when it's a... Pro- I, I,
2: suppose, I suppose that you could say, well, why'd that manager at the gym fucking do that and that's fair too i guess uh who's the bigger asshole probably the guy that won't put his fucking thing on
1: right but conversely when it's a private business if someone's like well i'm not doing this shit i'm like i guess you're fired that's because that's our policy we do whatever the fuck we want (laughs) whatever's best for our business and i don't feel bad for those fucking people that's your fucking choice like that's not a that's not a uh that's not like a right that's not a thing that that's that's they can do whatever they want. If like, well, I like to whip out my dick at work. This is some bullshit. I should be able to do it if I want to. I'm like, well, it's not your fucking business. And I'm going to do whatever is best for our bottom line. And that's what it comes down to. Anyway, And really, I just don't, I don't even think about this stuff until I bring it, I read it in the news or I hear about LA stuff. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just, people are real mad still. <laughs> fucking, I don't see any of this shit going on. In Disney brawls news, two sisters ages 29 and 31 were vacationing with their family in Orlando. We're back to Orlando, Brado. It's a real hotbed of action. They, they had drinks and dinner at a steakhouse, then they hit up an Irish pub to get their swerve on. When they tried to go back to the hotel off Disney property, their phone died, and Disney security helped them call up an Uber. Uber driver rolled up and was like, hell no, nah, because they were uh. shit housed. <laughs>
2: Uh this is my car so no. uh,
1: the old the old dead phone the old dead phone can't call an uber and then they just flip immediately they start screaming at each other because now it's like what the you know they're that was the trigger they're kind of fine they're sloppy but when they can't get a ride home because they're too drunk they turn on uh. each other The older sister called the younger sister a bad mom and slapped her in the face. And the younger one immediately started throwing uh, haymakers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is around 1230 a.m. The cops get a call of a disturbance at Disney Springs. The younger babe was screaming and crying when the cops arrived. And she was looking very erotic because for some reason now she only had on underwear and sandals.
2: (laughs) Oh, she, okay. She
1: took all her clothes off to fight.
2: Yeah, you got to get in UFC uh, mode.
1: Uh huh. I think they both do it. Things really escalated at the after the Irish pub dinner and dinner. Like they really, this goes really fast. They went. Out, they had a nice steak dinner. They're on vacation. Then they went and had they had some lovely drinks, some Guinness, some shots, JMO, what have you, and then immediately. <laughs>
2: Oh, in all dead? of your in all of your years of hard drinking at bars, how many woman on woman fights have you seen?
1: Very few, very few. I think it's a more Florida uh, type of thing, or just anywhere. New York, L.A. I don't remember recall ever seeing a full on girl on girl fight. Chicago? No, I could I can't say I, that I've I, seen can't th-
2: I I can't think of any.
1: Well, chicks are a lot more equal now, Brido, and they they want to get in the ring too. Deputies assisted her with putting on a blue jean jacket since she was not wearing I don't any they, clothes. I
2: don't, I don't think they do. I, don't think they, I think this is a very guy thing.
1: <laughs> That's when cops learned the whole story of what happened. Both, fema- quote, Both females were screaming at each other. The security manager said one female was sitting on a bench while the second female was standing over her. After attempting to calm the situation, the security manager said one female slapped the other in the face at that point both females began punching slapping and pulling each other's hair and the younger one started vomiting the sheriff's report said wow once separated both sisters ran at each other once again and they slipped in the younger sister's vomit then fell into the bushes while still fighting
2: oh someone posted this i think i did see this
1: <laughs> i did not i don't know where this was on some um like disney news uh website yeah
2: they're like something that got real crazy and then one of them slipped in the other's vomit it was like a headline i saw (laughs)
1: yes they both slip and puke from the fight while the Uh, fight's going on they slip in the puke and then they fall in the bushes and then they're fighting
2: (laughs) it's like a crocodile mile situation
1: Uh uh-huh um then the younger sister, she runs a few feet away and takes off her dress, exposing her bare breasts
2: Yeah, it's covered in puke.
1: Uh-huh. Shortly after, they began punching each other once again. The security manager and another cast member, <laughs> poor cast member, some goofy guys, are like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> who? they were able to separate imagine you're fucking in that dumb suit and there's two babes just oh beating gosh. the shit each other out of each other covered in puke and it's like your job to stop it I'm like and no you're
2: mad, you're, you're mad your hands aren't feely that they're just covered
1: <laughs> I'm going, that's when I go on a smoke break that's when it's like look dude <laughs> that's
2: when you go I get paid $15 I'm, an I'm a, hour
1: I'm a cast member I'm taking five Deputies ride on the scene. Deputies question the younger sister. The report said she only wanted to talk about how she didn't like her older sister's boyfriend.
2: Wow. <laughs> re- and, and is all, like, think of all the years weed was illegal. There's no weed stories like this. I'm not saying that booze should be illegal, but the fact that it is and there's right. other things that are not. This would on.
1: never happen because people smoked too much weed. They Never. might argue or something, but this is none of this is happening on just no. marijuana. No, It didn't escalate from having. You didn't smoke some weed, go out for a big steak dinner, and then tear your clothes off at a Disney theme park and and fight fight your own sibling in a pile of her puke.
2: <laughs> I would guess there's very few drugs where you do end up doing this.
1: Right. Meth. i don't know officers Math. arrested the barf sisters for Math. domestic violence battery disorderly disorderly intoxication when well, these are all misdemeanors but still that's three things and three things is not good and again this booze, is
2: booze is booze is meth you can drink
1: this is a whole other level of drunk i don't understand though just like the previous story
2: okay it's it's fa- it's it's family so you get a whole other element to it
1: uh-huh yeah there's tensions. So the con- that are, tensions have built up for your entire life.
2: And it's a best friend situation. So consequences are you'll you'll probably make up. So you can just do and say heinous shit to your mm-hmm. family. If yeah. You really, if you really feel so inclined. they kind of ha- have it, to it, make up with you at some point.
1: <laughs> and I'm going to guess that stuff like this must happen with this fam at home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This has happened before.
1: <laughs> they didn't just save it.
2: <laughs> yeah They knew to take the tits out Because something happens with the shirt right.
1: it Yes They know that if you don't take your tits out You're going yeah. to get the Bob Probert Jersey over the head yep. It's going to go the, over the, the head It's <laughs> it. a hockey fight
2: They're going to use it like hoist Gracie Using the jujitsu key <laughs> to choke you out
1: Not tonight Shirley yeah, yeah. It's like
2: when you say in a movie When someone's got a knife out The other person takes off a shirt and starts like using it to take the knife out of there with their own shirt. Right,
1: or it's like when when chicks fight in the in TV shows and they take the sh- the heels and the earrings off, the hoops, off.
2: the hoops out. Yeah, you yeah. got They they they've been in fights before. They know the tits got to come out because something very bad happens. Because <laughs>
1: this ch- stupid idiot always pulls my hockey sweater over my head, and starts beating my face in. Not this time. Yeah. No uppercuts this time. This would have been a good one to see, though. If I've never seen one, if I would have saw this, this, I'm this is this is harrowing. You've got nudity and barf and all kinds of things.
2: Somebody there is like the Joe Rogan play by play guy who's seen their first ten fights and is like, see, uh, uh, Samantha's taking her shirt off here because last time she a- <laughs> the strategy here, nope, she's gonna turn and barf.
1: Let's let's do some power tube. Uh, after the Super Bowl, this is what I watched. I was dragged to get across concrete, which I've never seen. I've wanted to watch it for so long, but I think it's like two hours and forty minutes. so it so it always sounded like a Ugh. I'm never gonna finish this tonight, but I was cranked up from soups. So i watched it until way, way, way too late. It's got Vince Vaughn, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson, same director as Bone Tomahawk and Brawl and Cell block ninety nine, which you've never if you've never seen either of those, um you should they're a lot of fun if you like slow dark fucked up violent uh films a little on the long side again but great movie to lose yourself in a late night it's a lot of it's i really i don't know what the fuck is going on in that movie it's almost like it it feels like someone just sat down and wrote a movie without having it outlined or knowing where it was going to go (laughs) like okay all right you know like the 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 structure of the whole film isn't hardline, but it's very almost grindhouse so the guy's kind of at liberty to do whatever he wants but um uh, i would check out cell block 99 first uh bone tomahawk very dark very 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 violent uh kurt russell film cell block 99 is vince vaughn uh, as well um, but this guy makes real fucking rad stuff if you like if you like movies for guys who like movies, you like this. Brad, what you watching?
2: Uh, this was nominated for Best Picture Oscar, and I noticed that they had it on Hulu, and they also have it on uh, HBO Max. It's called Nightmare Alley, starring Bradley Cooper. It's like if the Soul to Squeeze uh, Chili Peppers video uh, with Farley or that one part of The Jerk where he works out for the, the circus or whatever uh-huh. was a whole movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper is a mysterious character who starts working at a carnival, like where they got the, the freak show and that sort of thing. And then freak uh, show. it's kind of a, it's a very awesome movie and I thoroughly enjoyed
1: it. Oh, that's good. You, you, you like it because I
2: love it. The trailer
1: didn't, it. the trailer didn't get my goodies going, but I was like, this looks cool, but I don't like the trailer. And I like Bradley Cooper a lot. He really gets my, my unders cranking.
2: It's Guillermo del Toro, I think that's his name. Uh, he's yeah, he like makes very aesthetically beautiful movies. Uh, yeah, I it's there's other famous film oh, uh, Willem Defoe's in it as a, a pretty big role.
1: Sometimes um, um sometimes that dude is a little weird for me. He makes stuff that's a little off-kilter. Yeah, is this a little more straight or is this like It's fl- a li-
2: it's it's a lot more straight than the Fish Fuck movie. Right, that's I'm
1: weird. not watching that fucking fish movie. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Never watching. <laughs> Never watching that.
2: But yeah, it's um it's totally worth your time. I I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I watched the same night I watched uh, House of Gucci and I asked wife like what she which one did she like more, I fully expecting her to say House of Gucci. And she liked Nightmare Alley more Neither One of Us or we were both reluctant to watch it because uh, by the way, that's Burns pouring wine, not peeing.
1: You
2: sounded very tinkly. Well, I got my
1: uh, I, i'm I'm filming it. <laughs> I have my own secret camera. I like to secretly tape myself peeing
2: <laughs> the porcelain in cops. Yeah. Uh, like the um, yeah, it's a it's a great, great movie. Also licorice pizza, some very problematic things with it, but um, uh, I, I uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I expect big things out of him. <laughs> I, I hear he's going places.
1: Right. I want to watch that very much, but it's not on. Um, it's. It, I don't think it's even available to rent. Licorice Pizza, which is a pizza. I got.
2: A, I, got a, I got a DVD.
1: Yeah, you get this. You get the fancy DVDs. I don't get those, and I don't live in town, so I can't borrow them from people, which is kind of a bummer. But you no, know, Licorice Pizza. I'll Rent. <laughs> rent. But for some reason, I didn't realize it was a true
2: story. I didn't realize it was based on a guy's life. Oh,
1: I didn't know that either. Paul Thomas Anderson is going to do it. It's an instant watch for me. As soon as I um, yeah, the
2: the main actress is one of the women, the singers of this band Haim. The sisters, they're all in. Like she's amazing. You don't even know who the main characters are, like as actors, but maybe that kind of helps it. It's so fucking good. But there's there's two scenes. With the guy from Best in Show, I can't think of his name, but he kind of always plays like a gay guy in Best of Show.
1: Oh God, yeah, I would be able to. I'd be able to remember. Um, he's the, he but he the, writes but he, those.
2: He, he has no no. Well, the other guy, the other Gu- guy, not the other Chris, guy, not Christopher Guest, not Chris, but, uh, the other guy, the guy who's kind of oh, he looks. I can't think of his fucking name, but you I know, know what you, you know.
1: It. I know what you mean. I know who you're talking about.
2: He says some crazy racist shit that doesn't even need to be in the movie. Yeah. And it kind of, uh, you're like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, you're like, I didn't need to hear that. Like, it doesn't add to the movie. Also,
2: it's a relationship between a 15 year old boy and a 25 year old woman, oh, which God. is kind of you got to get of past fucking
1: that Sweet. Oh yeah, get past it. Yeah, get past it. That's right. That's absolutely right. Probably questionable. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, so
2: yeah, those uh nightmare alley.
1: When I was fifteen, and, uh, I didn't see, like see older now. women. When I was fifteen, you know, I'd only, I the only just I waited until I was eighteen, and then I looked at looked at nudities. It's just how I am.
2: Well, it's weird that the girl is into it.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's wrong on her part. That's the thing. Wrong on her part. He's fine. <laughs> That's what I watch. I forget. I don't want to dig into this hole. <laughs> don't
2: there was that like Mary, Mary Kay Letourneau, like everybody, every boy, like at that because I, I was underage at that time. I was kind of like, what's the problem?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. No one ever. No, whenever these those types of stories, and it's like this uh, this sixteen year old guy was having sex with this smoking hot ass teacher. We're like, oh boy, tough. That's tough for him. There's probably some. You know, I can, you can make it for it's it's
2: a curb. It's a curb
1: plot. It is uh, a curb. That's what it is. It's a curb plot. It's a type of curb plot, but also at the same time, it's like, yes, he's probably going to have some psychological damage. No, that's what it is. It's illegal for a reason. I watched some. That's my boy. The Adam Sandler um, movie with, uh, uh, I forget the other guy's fucking name. Anyway, that's my boy is about uh, Adam Sandler. Who uh, never really makes anything of himself of himself in life because he gets all of his fame when he's discovered banging this hot chick in like when he's like a thirteen year old at school. This hot teacher—that's the fucking movie. And the whole—and that's where I get that joke from. I knew it was referenced from something I watched the other day, and it's that because everyone in the movie is just like, "All right, (laughs) it's so crass," (laughs) and it would never get made now, but. It's it's not. Wow. It's not Andy Samberg. It's also Andy Samberg. It's not bad. I only watched half. Watched half. I'll watch the other half another time. Save it. Lefties for later. Lefties for later. Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week: "Raise Up" by Petey Pablo, off of 2001's "Diary of a Sinner," produced by Timbaland Forgot about that song. Was on my Discovery Weekly list today at the game, and I was like, "How?" did i forget about this awesome song and ooh boy i that was when i really had the tipping point of being saddies and like don't want to be at the gym and then sometimes it's just like a hot song like that i'm like yeah now i'm fucking getting it dog
2: i mean that's what happened to those women in orlando they North Carolina. yeah they take the shirt off twister on their head
1: if you've never listened to raise up by pete pablo
2: if don't. you've never listened to it, yeah, put that on your list. Put <laughs> uh, Mike Jones on your list. Uh, put uh, I'll put Chameleon Air, yeah. Writing Dirty it was on a your fun,
1: list. It was a fun era of a lot of just, I don't know why those songs are all similar. This one, Pete Pablo's, it's exceptional. It's Timbaland. It's like a fucking awesome Oh, my beat. God, it's yeah. It's so good. So Ug- Ugly by... Uh, Who's the guy? He's like, oh,
2: what the white rapper? He's like, I didn't choose to rhyme. Rhyme and chose me. White rapper from the South. I can't think of his name. Paul his Wall? His name is Bub- Bubba Sparks.
1: Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks. The, he's a heavier set, Paul Wall.
2: His name is Bubba.
1: Yeah, correct. Brad, what you listen Have to?
2: you said, I'm going with Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Oh,
1: Brad getting canceled today.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> Big Ted Brad Nugent Ballard. fan, huh? Yeah. I li- I like how his his politics and how he kills animals.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, a big fan of that. Talks about it all the time. Hey, don't tell <laughs> anybody about the text message, but think like Ted Nugent's got a lot of got a nice, got a fun hey, fun fun perspective on some things.
2: The Nuge
1: this song the
2: Nuge sucks as a human, but this song is so good. Yeah, it is. That I that like every time that like if you're on like a nice little run jog, a nice little workout session, and that song comes on, you're like, "Fuck yes."
1: Yes, it is. I have it on vinyl. It's fucking great. It's an incredible song. It's like seven minutes long.
2: I've almost said it before on here, and I just had something else that hit me that hit me better, and I didn't want to say Ted Nugent for a lot of obvious reasons, but it came back on this week, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it.
1: Honest, You have to be honest with me, Bruno. Do you know that Ted Nugent does not sing that song?
2: I didn't know that. Who sings it?
1: I forget his name. Ted Nugent just plays the guitar, even though it's Ted See, Nugent. Ted Nugent, All most of those, a lot of those songs were just, Ted Nugent was not the singer. It was a different oh, it's guy. Like a,
2: it's like a Santana situation? <laughs> Something
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah. It it blew my mind when I learned that. It was a long time ago.
2: I am just now learning this, so that would
1: make. Well, you can look up who who sang it. I forget. It's just some guy. (laughs) Rob
2: Rob Thomas.
1: Yeah, yeah, Rob Thomas sings "Stranglehold," which would be pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Brad, who's on hunk this week? It's not me because as uh, we've uh, discussed, (laughs) someone was too horribly hungover to uh, deal with that.
2: Uh, Matt McCarthy, Mike Caroza, Chris Mejia, and Lisa Cheneau. Uh, Caroza is a Montreal-based comic. Mejia is a Seattle-based comic. Lisa uh, Cheneau obviously runs Chatterbox Comedy in L.A. Matt McCarthy is a global superstar.
1: Yeah, Maddie McSee of uh, Monday Night Beers and We Watch Wrestling Fame, also a great yes. uh, podcast you can check out. Keep right on a follow on uh, on your old uh, podcast provider of choice, probably Apple Podcasts. Go on there and click subscribe. Well, I subscribe to a lot of past, uh, podcasts. Check them out. You don't have to listen to everyone, just like I'm sure you don't listen to every one of this episode. I just there's a lot of podcasts out there. Sometimes I save them up. It doesn't matter. I subscribe to all kinds of shit. Any of my friends have a podcast, I subscribe. And then once in a while, you're you're sitting there and you're like, what am I going to listen to? And you're like, oh shit! And then you all of a sudden you're a big hunk fan. And that's how it works. That's how all the podcasts I like are. You don't need to do anything but subscribe and that's all we want. <laughs> it's just
2: it's just it's just a bunch of comedians talking about the news. It's real fun and stupid. You don't have to you don't have to listen to it if you don't want, but if you do, fuck yeah.
1: Yeah. Well that's how I promote my show. I don't care if you listen to it. I just this is just for my health. <laughs> I just talk for my health and then then the numbers come up, and are like, oh, numbers look good this week.
2: I'm always like, who are these people? I hear from like 10 people. <laughs> Am I just screaming into a void?
1: No. I mean, I don't think all the stuff you watch on TV. Do you reach out and say something to everyone on every show you watch? No. Like, I don't. No. After I watch this weather channel that I've got in the background, I'm like, hey, the weather channel was really rocking this week.
2: But here's a secret. If you want to if you want to talk to me and Burns, first of all, you should never approach somebody as cool as me and Burns. But if <laughs> you do want to, <laughs> I'm just joking. But if you do want to, we will see literally everything that you say to us.
1: Right. So it goes right to our pockets. That's the insane right thing. Right to our pockets. Well, if you put it on I don't see everything. I used to
2: 90% chance we see it
1: yeah but eventually and i have to say that as a caveat because i've had some people like well Depends you said where you, send it to. Yeah, you yeah. just in general i there's eight different outlets that people are like well i sent you something you never looked at i'm like yeah man there's a lot of fucking messages in instagram and twitter and like it takes. A, I have to be in a right mindset, and
2: sometimes it's, things slip through. That's for sure. Yes, I've had people be like, "I messaged you on Facebook, and you really wanted that message, well, and you didn't see it." You are like, "Whoa!" Right?
1: There is that, and there is also a lot of times you have I'm to. I am going to say
2: sixty sixty percent chance we see it eventually.
1: Eventually, you have to approve those messages too. A lot of the time, yeah. And I don't know yeah. what the rhyme or reason is. Some people that just see the message. Sometimes I look and I'm like. I have 12 messages of approval. I'm like, oh, no. I don't want to open this. And then I open it. I'm like, oh, no. This nice person wrote me something. Yeah. June 13th, I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) And it's like, hey, sorry, I didn't see this, but I really didn't because I was busy hiding in a cave. And I'm I'm terrified of my own social media. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm i'm afraid of my own social media bridal thank you for joining and thank you
2: for having your daddy's at me. home I feel better
1: thank you yeah i feel a little better too thank you for bright you for riding with us I really appreciate it and um you know i think i think the show's gotten a little more conversational i've got some nice i have gotten nice feedback from uh some of the boys some of the some of the some of my my crew they've they've didn't listen to it all the time and they really like uh, the way that the conversational style and the chemistry between me and you, Brito. So that's hats off to you.
2: Well, uh, it'd be nice to hear about it sometime if you uh, mm-hmm. want to be nice, would be nice to hear, you know. We're
0: looking
1: forward the weekend, you guys. Yeah,
0: we're make power moves. Yeah, I will make power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. It's all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar fights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves rock and a detroit groove to some american dudes i'm making power moves i'm making power moves